And welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we're going to talk about why you have to submit an application and a resume for job postings. Here is one of the most annoying pain points for job seekers. It takes a lot of time. I know you're crafting those resumes and you are having to submit these applications, but this may be one of the things holding you back. It's not your resume. It's your application answers. And in this episode, we're going to talk about why. And we'll even go through a solution at the end for applicants and even employers who are coming up with these applications. I am basing this off of my experience as a resume writer and practices that my company at Let's See Grandma put into place. All right. So let's talk about why you have to submit these stinking resumes and you're spending so much time tailoring them for the actual job posting. And then after that, you have to submit this application, which seemingly has the same exact information that you have in the resume. Well, I'll need to talk about the concept of applicant tracking systems. To be truthful, resumes are great, but application tracking systems are much more efficient for employers when they have a lot of resumes that they have to sift through. Flashback to our episode with Clara Chorley. She says that the average corporation gets 120 applications per job posting. This may be the average job posting that they submit online. So just think that whenever you have to submit your resume to applicant tracking systems, you'll have a lot of competition. The best way from an employer perspective to actually sort through these things and to find the person with the best answers is through form fields in an application. And I know what you're thinking. If they have the application, if they have all of that relevant information, then what is the point of the resume? Well, as a resume writer, I'm quite thankful that you do have this option because the resume gives somebody the opportunity to get creative to showcase why they're the right fit for the company. While the application is a rigid set of questions that every single person must go through, the resume is this creative, flexible document in which we're able to get a little bit more prosaic and a little bit more artistic with showing that we're qualified. And this is the beauty of resumes. However, it does become quite redundant, and this is the annoying part of the job application process. It just takes such a long time to both submit that resume that you're custom tailoring and the application. We'll get into the end of this podcast on some quick fixes and some tips I have for people to be more efficient. But first, here are some additional reasons why an employer might want you to submit an application as well. And I got this from pongoresume.com. I'll submit the link. I love that name, pongoresume.com. Uh, we'll drop the description, a link in the description below. Uh, but they talk about these quick, dirty reasons. Number one, background checks. Yeah, that's that kind of makes sense because in a resume, you're not really going to put anything that will help with a background check, such as a social security number, driver's license, whatever. So it makes sense. But I mean, what? that's fine. But why, why do you have to put the job descriptions again? I mean, that's in the education that already is typically in a resume. Anyway, I'm on your side, guys. Number two is resume types. Employers might have a problem with all the different types of resumes that we're sending in. So functional versus chronological, and it may just get confusing to them. So these people might just say, ah, screw it. I'd want to make sure everything is in the same resume type. So this is why I'll have them submit their job descriptions again. Another reason they talk about is salary tricks. It says standard applications ask for starting and final wage salary from your previous jobs. And some ask for minimum salary you'd be willing to take for your next job. 
And I think this is messed up because as we learned in our negotiation episode and any just common sense here is that if you give somebody your salary range and you haven't really dove deep into the application itself, you really are pigeonholing yourself. You really are putting yourself in a corner here and you're not going to be set up for a good salary negotiation. So I really hate this one. I hate when people ask for it and I don't have a specific answer for what you should put if you don't want to answer. Um, I may have to interview another guest for that, but just know that this is one of the reasons why employers will have that separate application. So here is the final reason. It's a test. Uh, Okay, so the theory behind this one is if you really, really want the job, then you will go the extra mile to fill out the application as well as the resume. And I get it. You want to weed out applicants who just are shooting off the resume really quickly, and that's actually not a bad idea when it comes down to it, but this does create an inefficiency, and I do think it reflects poorly upon the company. You're wasting everyone's time by having us duplicate the same exact entry from the resume all the way to the job application, and that's just really annoying. However, you realize as a smart job seeker that it's a game, and it's really tough to switch a company culture right now, and it's really tough to change the entire hiring landscape who knows maybe in five to ten years we will have a better solution and it's just going to work out a lot better but for now it is a game and some employers yes it's true they will test you to make sure that you're willing to invest the time into them and what i'll do here is i'll roll a clip from our previous podcast episode in which i interview a human resources professional and she talks specifically about what to do in the application Her message, don't be lazy and make sure you fill out that application to the best of your ability. The major applicant tracking systems, and they're getting so much more advanced technology-wise, but the one that we, I currently use is, it filters by like a, a star candidate. So it pulls words from your application. So I always tell people, make sure you fill out that application because okay. it's cool keywords that match you as a star candidate. Um, so not just the resume, it will pick up on certain keywords, but it's also all the form fields that come with the application. Absolutely. Yes. Um, there's certain, certain positions have certain questions that you can add with them. So depending on what you fill out from that question, it's going to score you or grade you or something. And it's going to show the recruiter how well your skills will match in with the current job. Um, so I always tell people, I know applications can seem lengthy and, and, um, you know, like you're filling out so many day after day, but one application can get you a job. So treat each one. Like if it was the only one that you're filling out, because you have these systems that take them seriously. And and, and when you fill out a half complete application, the chances of you getting looked at are, are probably very slim, um, just because of the technology that's evolving. So, um, yeah. And I mean, even now, I think the one that the recruiters are currently using now, it's, it's moving towards more filters, more algorithms that sure. match candidates to jobs a little bit better. So it's really about making your application stand out in some way. Yeah. Um, so that's why I encourage people to go back to the application, look at the keywords, the terms, the tools that are used in the the um the application and and tie those in when you fill out um the questionnaire 
So there we have it. Play the game, go the extra mile, and make sure you fill out that application as much as possible. And the reason being is because these applicant tracking systems are not just scanning your resume for keywords. They're also scanning your actual application with the form fields for those specific keywords. So if you want to make sure that you're that standout candidate who gets pushed to the top of the results when employers and recruiters are searching for you, then please make sure to fill out that application as much as possible. Okay, so we talked about what to do to get noticed. It doesn't solve the problem that this is wasting your time and this sucks. This is just not a very pleasant process when you have to custom tailor your resume, something I recommend for each job posting, and fill out that application. Here is my recommendation for job seekers. One, create a master resume and get used to copying and pasting the most relevant information on that application. So I'm a proponent of having a master resume because what that means is you have as much content as possible to target and tailor towards specific applications. So what I would recommend is having a general master resume in which you can copy and paste specific paragraphs and sentences into form fields. Get some other things that you would imagine applications would ask for. Things like date of birth, things like your driver's license number, things like your address maybe, and get that ready to copy and paste because that's going to save time and make you more efficient. In that master resume, you'll get better and better at being able to find the most relevant information and to translate that over to a job application. I highly recommend this, and this is going to save you a lot of time in the long run, and this is just going to be a really good trick. For employers, I highly recommend stop wasting time for applicants. I know it saves you time to have application tracking systems, but for employers, maybe consider transitioning your entire hiring process and vetting process to LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a built-in resume and applicant tracking system all in one, and that is the beauty. Sure, it costs X amount of dollars per month, but you will save a lot of time by finding quality candidates that are really good fits for your company, and you'll be able to organize your results better. The thing about LinkedIn is you can search by specific keywords and make sure that you have specific requirements met for each candidate. It will filter out top candidates based on what you're searching, and it is one of the best tools out there. It may be the best tool out there for employers to search for talent as well. Now, the thing about this is you shouldn't have to ask them to fill out an application as well as a resume because their resume is essentially on their LinkedIn profile already. If you want them to go and you're very serious about considering them in an interview, then you can certainly ask them to submit a cover letter or a specific resume showing why they might be qualified. But at this point, you know they're probably going to be a good fit for the role when you've already pre-screened them to some extent. If, if I'm wrong, I, just let me know. Connect with me on LinkedIn right now. Let me know your insight and why you think that's not a good solution. I would genuinely love to hear from you because this is what teaches me and what grows me. But this is my solution. I think the system is broken. I think a lot of us are wasting time behind that computer screen from both the employer end and both from the job seeker end just because there are so many redundancies and inefficiencies. And I think it's time that we fix this. I mean, the year is 2019. It's about to be 2020. Let's get our act together. We have the technology out there. It's time to start applying more efficiently so we can find better matches for positions. That's just my two cents here. And this does conclude our 71st episode of the Career Warrior Podcast. Make sure to connect with me on LinkedIn. I love speaking with my career warriors. I love the messages you're sending me. 
I love the comments. I love all of it. So be sure to connect with me. I would love to interact with you in this awesome form here. And if you are interested, if this content appealed to you, I do have a couple of other recommendations for episodes. Our eighth episode, we talk about three things that hiring managers are looking for in a candidate. And in our 12th episode, we bring on Annalisa Gonzalez, a really great HR professional to talk about how to stand out in an application. All right, everyone, that's it for now. And I'll see you on Thursday. And for more on your job search, make sure to check out letseatgrandma.com. That's where you can find our blog, where we post the podcast show notes and so many more articles that will help you in your job search. You can also check out our resume services if you are interested in getting your resume professionally reworked. And please make sure to show us some love by jumping onto iTunes and leaving us a rating. The support from my fellow warriors will show the world how great this podcast is and help other people in their job search. Pay it forward. Thanks guys for being true warriors and thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next week.